T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Posada's throw. Roberts safe. And what can I say? Just dip my hat and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports, episode 53. Uh, we are, of course, coming to you with a special guest today, John Seneca, Brian Shackman here, of course, with Doug Green. Uh, you know, so we're going to talk about Red Sox Astros. Uh, Doug Green is a lifelong Dodger fan? Longtime Dodger fan. Okay. Yeah. Originally so, from California. Right. Yeah. And so we will talk Dodgers, Giants versus Yankees, Red Sox. But first to set up, like, why the hell are we having some random dude on who says he <laughs> likes the Dodgers? <laughs> so, uh, certainly I, nothing random about Doug Green. <laughs> no, so sure. Doug Green, uh, he was a longtime reporter for the NBC affiliate in Connecticut. And I just remember Doug for his voice, which you will soon here which could do are you doing like you should do audio books and movie I trailers I should. you absolutely should and i knew that he went to princeton because i remember looking at him and i went to amherst college he looked like he went to princeton no no because but like a lot of people said to me like what the hell are you doing in local news like why aren't you a banker making millions or doing whatever and i was like this guy is like the smartest guy in a newsroom dealing with a lot of riffraff <laughs> i'm like what the <laughs> heck are you doing in a local newsroom like what <laughs> there's got to be a story there um, and so I always looked up to, to Doug for many reasons, uh, one being his intellect and his reporting skills and a whole bunch of other things. So first of all, how the hell are you? I'm great. Thanks, Brian. Look, see, he could even be he's like Vince Scully's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mean Vince Scully voice. Let me tell you something. Doug did a Vince Scully voice for me for my friend's um, kid's birthday video. And yeah. The kid played for the Dodgers. And I gave Doug just some bullet points, right? And this is you know, back when we worked together. This was to narrate a video. Well, give me events. Give me it's the events. Well, it just came out as if this boy hit the ball to left field. The outfielder went back, back to the wall, and he caught the ball <laughs> short of the track. It was great. It was great. But so he did it, and it like blew this kid's mind. His parents were like, "This is amazing." It literally sounded just like him. That's it, was, awesome. it was great. That's cool. All right, so let's talk baseball. Just to hear the rules are. Just chime in. Don't wait for me to call on you or whatever. Uh, I obviously don't raise your hand, Doug. Yeah, I, I'm not. We have tickets. To go this week, I'm not gonna go just because I can't. I can't. Brian thinks he's a jinx too. I I really? feel I feel like I'm a bit of a jinx, and also I just That's special. I'm just a disaster <laughs> in the morning if it's a late night. For instance, for an eight o'clock game, 
I'd probably get home the way these games are nationally televised like, eight o'clock game at like two ish, and I gotta usually be at work at four forty five. Just go straight to work. Straight no, to work. Like, when I go to a baseball game, I'm sorry, like I'm totally fine. I went to a wedding last weekend. And I didn't have a dr- drop of alcohol. Like I can do it. But when I go to a baseball game, I want to have a couple of beers. I want to get a bag of peanuts and drink a couple of beers and, and watch. And so <clears> I just, I know that it will just be hurt, hurting. And my wife wants to go, so she's going to go and she's going to probably take the kids. But well, you know, from your perspective, not caring about either team, I mean, what do you what do you think? I think. The Yankees ought to sign Carlos Correa. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? I think. Right? Now, do you really think that that's going to happen? I think it ought to happen. Is he a free agent? Wait, there's a difference between it ought to happen if you think it's going to happen. Is he a free agent? He's a free agent. agent. He's one of the big shortstop free agents. He is the prize. And he's a shortstop. And you know what? It's, and they it's, need, they need a shortstop, too. too. It's his time. I was trying to think back the last time the Yankees had a decent defensive shortstop, and I, it's like Tony Kubek. Right. Way before Jeter. Who? <laughs> They, I'm just, can we go back to Carlos Correa? on that. It's so funny. Um, let me just tell you, if you want me Jeter to dis- is in the Hall of Fame, so it doesn't matter what his feeling percentage is. <laughs> no, that's was. true. But if you want me to dislike the Yankees, like I've never been a Yankee. Well, I've never been a Yankee hater, although I will tell you that this year's team I did not like. I Korea would make just solidify it. I mean, there's no doubt that Doug came in here on fire yeah, this morning. But the Yankee, the Red Sox, <laughs> Red Sox fans hate my wife, who's lovely. I can't stand she's Carlos like, Correa. She's like blank. That guy. My kids hate Carlos Correa. I can't stand him. And my, my youngest son said to me the other day, he goes, what if the Yankees sign Carlos Correa? What would we do? I'm like, first of all, I don't think the Yankees are going to sign him, all right? The, I totally agree with Doug. He'd be awesome to have, right? I'm more of like, if you're going to spend money on a, on a shortstop, go get Corey Seager because he's a left-handed bat. I do think Carlos Correa is a better player. I do think that, all right? I don't think Corey Seager is better than him, but he also is a left-handed bat. But I don't see Carlos Correa fitting in the Yankee well, the Yankee mold. But, but we talked about this too, Brian. Maybe that needs to change right. too. Right, and so my point is like the Yankees are so antiseptic. They're so boring. They're stars. They don't do or say anything interesting. So, like, why not have a guy who just Why not have a guy that sits at home plate for 45 seconds and checks his watch? Why not? Because, you know what, get people, it would get more attention in the city of New York, and it would make things more interesting. I, I, I he'd, be both, like, he'd be the straw that stirs the drink again. So that's what's going on in this series now. Boston, Houston. Teams don't like each other? Yeah, no, definitely not. But nobody likes Houston. Everybody Nobody likes Houston. We talked about the Red Sox-Yankees well, and the, the more- Tampa rivalry. I think Houston's an even bigger rivalry now, too, because they've been in the damn ALCS for like five straight years. But, the, but Doug's point is, like, everyone hates them. The problem is there's a little bit of the irony is that, you know, the manager of the Red Sox was like, he's like ground zero for the cheating scandal. So it's kind of, I find it, he admitted um, last time this happened, he's just not comfortable with the you whole know, fans situation. booing the Astros when, you know, a lot of it was his his fault, right? I mean, he was he was definitely the problem or one of the problems there. So how do you get on the Astros? I, I, you know, the Astros cannot win the World Series. You will never hear the end of it from Carlos Correa. He will never <laughs> shut up about it. You know, the Red Sox should the Red Sox should have won both games in in Houston. And well, you said that to me before, though. But you act like they they were like tromping on these guys. They still gave up five runs in the one game and like in, in eight hits. I mean, it's not like they're like, they had two, the first two innings were like the only offense they had in that game. But they had, they had runners Against in the scoring pitcher position with, with no outs like twice and listen, you can't always, can't always do it. I mean, right, but it wasn't exactly like you're saying they should have totally won the game. No, but I mean, they should be beating them 10 to 6. Like they should let up, they were going to let up runs. You can't stop. Houston, that 
game one experience was like they will never. They don't. You have to score a ton of runs against. They don't them. die. Right. You can't kill him. You just you can't kill him. It's like the Red Devil until he got mysteriously killed. Remember, he couldn't kill the Red Devil. He kept coming back. Do you like watching the Red Sox? Oh, I don't even think about whether I'd, I'd like. No, not really. No, not really. I, Fenway Park bugs me. Really? I used to think it was great because it was like the only green thing around. You know, you walk through the up into the park and <laughs> wow, there's this beautiful field. But that wall is just so weird. It's just a different kind of game. It's uncomfortable to sit there and and <laughs> the entire <laughs> the entire first base side faces the wall. Yeah, it doesn't even face the field. You're gonna get a sore neck. Yeah, but I mean, I you know, Houston's it, a lot like that with their wall on the left. Obviously, it's not as high. Houston's but, field is the. I think it's so cool to walk. To and they at, changed though. it. You used to have the hill in center, yeah, right? They took to that have, out because people were going to get yeah. hurt. And but I, I just think the stadium itself. I'm usually pretty critical of new some of the new stuff. It's just it looks. Have cool, you been there? Cool. Never. Have you been there, Doug? No, I haven't. Been I'd like to go there. I've been. I went. The only time I was in Texas, I went to the old Ranger Stadium. Well, it wasn't even that old. Yeah, I was like eight there. years old, and they need a new one. But they used to have a setup where kids could play wiffle ball like in center field. I thought that was yeah. the coolest thing ever. Yeah, that Phillies have one of those. It's tiny though. Do you feel the same way about Yankee Stadium? Yankee Stadium's got the right field problem. I mean, it's they're band boxes, both of them, if you're a certain kind of hitter. And they're, Chavez is perfect? No. You know, I mean, I guess if you like arriving in the third and leaving in the seventh. No, I it's kind of old school. But it is number one in attendance. So, But you wanted to talk about the Red Sox in the end. No, no. I can, we can segue to anything. I mean, I, I mean, I just, I guess to both of you, like, just pick the series, and I think we can move on to some, some of the more fun but do subjects. You, do you watch the Red Sox and Astros series? Do you watch it, or are you just kind of, like, close. glaze over it? Not as closely. I have it on, you know, yeah. in the background. Background. Sort of. <laughs> American League background. Well, honestly, it, it, as, a base, as a baseball, sorry, Doug, as a baseball fan, me personally, I'm I'm more excited about watching the Dodgers Braves because I feel like the games are more interesting because they're closer. Now, I, could, I could give wise, a crap. I just want I just want the Dodgers to make it so we can have bets versus the Sox. So I think it'd be. See, good but I want the on. Dodgers against the Astros. You like better baseball? Redemption. I want 2017 redemption. I want the Dodgers to stick it to the Astros. Okay, fair enough. I, I'd rather the Red Sox just took care of business. Let's just prognosticate. What do, you, what do you, what do you, who do you think is going to play in the World Series? And just give us the narrative. I would say the Astros can't get their pitching together, and Boston wins. I don't know how many games. I you yeah. Know. I know. And I I think the same thing is going to happen to Atlanta. The only question is whether the Dodgers can get their pitching together now. Right. So even though they're down the series, you still think the Dodgers can? Yeah. Can do it. Same thing happened last year. Yeah, they were it, down three. It's amazing that, that all the teams that are in it right now, right, the last four teams, all have pitching issues. They all have to work with the, with the opener. They're all they're all like question marking themselves, except right. for like the one guy, which is like Scherzer, I guess Bueller too. Bueller. Uh, but the Astros, like you said, Doug, are a mess. Their pitching they're is a mess. mess. They don't have they don't have the matchups. They, they don't need have to be offensive. People fresh. total offensive team, right? Right. And but the Red Sox are they have huge holes. Like I mean, if Chris Sale can't go five, they could be in trouble. But if he can. And they're in great shape. So, and- so why, why, what is, was the logic behind pulling sales so early? I mean, I know he, he only gave up one uh, run. I know he gave I, up the hit. Got an but- explanation for this. Just give me a second. And I'll, I'll pull it up because I asked the exact same question. I, I was like, it didn't make. It seems like I don't know. It didn't make sense to me. What's your take on this, Doug? It seems like as Brian's looking this up, it seems like the, you know, the managers this year are pulling the trigger real fast on pitching, real yeah. fast. Not just in these last four games, last four teams, but even the Yankee series. In the Ray in the Ray series too, like it's yeah, very quick hook. Yeah, they're trying to avoid injury. 
above all to to starters. I mean, they've got lots no. of relievers. Well, well a lot of sales coming off of Tommy John. Yeah, of he's course. not he's not long. But this is a, a really good friend of mine who knows baseball. But Sale also was throwing like what eighty pitches in the last right. Starts but he of wasn't. Pi- but this last start, even though he didn't have it, the line didn't work great. He was pitching pretty well. This is the explanation I was given. I'm quoting my friend because if Sale went in game two. This is why I asked why did they start him if they were going to give him a quick hook. He made an early exit in game two. You had to use Pavetta or Hauk in extended relief. Then you'd leave very limited options for game four starter. So the point is, is like they'd be in the same situation that Houston's in and just not have like who's going to start. So, Well, maybe it, they also want Pavetta to start because he's been one of their best pitchers too. I think Sale's going to come through. I, I think that he's he's got such a bad rap. And we're not sure about it, but I just feel like he, he's going to come through with a was, with a decent length start. But listen, let's. I want I want to know what you think of what's going to happen as far as what the World Series. The, yeah, well, that's right. I already told you. I would think the Dodgers are going to beat the Astros. And so you think the Astros redemption. beat the Red Sox? You just said that's what you wanted. Now you're telling that you think that's what's going to happen. Well, I, mean, I don't ever want the Red Sox to win. That's a stupid question. But I don't. <laughs> well, you were, you rooted for them to beat Tampa. What you you said it on this microphone. To beat Tampa? Yeah. Well, because I thought you said, we, I, I, thought you we said I don't ever root for the Red Sox to win anything, but you a week and a half ago you rooted for them. Wait, to beat Tampa? Yeah. You wanted the Red Sox to beat Tampa. Right, because they put us in a better position. Right, but I'm just saying that that's well, you rooting like, for the Red all right, Sox. So, all right, so if it comes down to the Red Sox advancing to the next round and actually being better, I don't want them to win, all right? If it's going to benefit the Yankees a little bit, yeah, of course I want so them to win. So you're rooting for the Astros? I'm not rooting for any of them. I hate both of them. Okay. But I think I would I would like to see, like I said, Dodgers Astros redemption. But like we were talking earlier, I don't know, man. The, the Astros pitching is a, is ugh. I mean, you, I feel, you're I gonna feel, need four guys on the team to really hit. I feel like Rob Manfred would do a divine intervention if it's gonna be Braves Astros. I feel like that's just horrible for baseball. Why? Nobody cares about the Braves. I like Freddie Freeman. He's good, but nobody, not this series. He's not. He's awful. He hasn't gotten a hate. Struck out like eight straight times. Seven at Seven least. or eight straight. Who's nine. that? Is it Riley or whatever? Austin yeah, Riley's the guy that's on fire. I've never heard of that guy. Yeah, he's, on, he's like the Kike of Atlanta. Yeah, and can well, we? Can I get? Can well, I get no, some credit Jack for my Peterson Kike call? Is the Kike yeah. of Atlanta. Yes, John wants credit. This Please. is like me as a child. Like, yes. Can we? Can we insert yes. some sound there and we can find me? Yes. Before the season started, John said to me multiple times, "You are going to love Kike." Hernandez. I said that that is going to be your. I said I think my exact words were that is your best free agent yeah. signing, and you're going to reap the benefits. Of him. I think so it's I a, wish the Yankees it, had it. It's 100 percent true. Although Renfro has been an unbelievable signing too. I'm going to use that as a segue into Dodgers Giants. But when I, it counts, Kiki's the one that's been delivering. Yes, but I want to just say that I think it's going to be Red Sox Dodgers, and I think it's going to be a great, great television rating. It's just going to be yeah, it's going to be good. And this Mookie comparison stuff is going to be good. And Mookie, I f- have this strange feeling that he's so magical that I think that he would do something to win that series for the Dodgers because just he seems to know when when to do it. He loves the spotlight, that's but for sure. Did you, I mean, so since you follow the Dodgers, like Kike, I never heard, I never, must not have watched the World Series last year at all. I never heard of the guy. I never <laughs> originally, heard of him. Originally came up with the Astros. I never heard of the yeah, guy. Yeah, he bounced around and the Dodgers took him off the scrap pile the way they have so many other other players. Now, right, is he, they he plays infield and outfield. He, is he, he gone because the Dodgers have Chris Taylor? Is that basically the reason? No, he was a free agent. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, they, I, Red Sox got him dirt cheap. Like, was it two years, twelve million 14, or something? Fourteen, I think. Yeah, like yeah. crazy. I, but I they mean, wouldn't play him every day because they. No. He was a utility guy, or he's versatile. He wasn't going to play every day in in in, 
LA, in LA right? right. Yeah, they, I mean, it's great to have him around for injuries, but you wouldn't think of him as a starting player necessarily. Well, now he's got a, an outfield of Pollock, Bellinger, and Betts. I'll tell you another thing. When he does interviews, he does not sound like an Enrique Hernandez. No, well, he, first of all, I mean, I don't know if it's like racist or whatever to say. But... Like, he's from Puerto Rico. His English is amazing, perfect, amazing, and he's a an, he's a good looking guy with a great personality. Like, I don't know where these they you know like he's they say like Shane Victorino was for the Sox or whatever. Like, I don't know. I guess my question is if you if you see what you see now that he's playing every day, you wouldn't mind having that guy around, would you? Still against Pollock, Bellinger, Betts. Where do you play him? Second base? Yeah. That would work. I don't know. I just feel like that's the arrogance of Dodger fans. The, the Dodgers no, have so many players that can do so it, many different things. But yeah, the versatility is really amazing. And that's what the parallel, one another parallel with the Giants, because they do the same versatility thing. Look, Chris Bryant plays all over the place. Yeah. yeah. And I'll give Dodgers credit for another thing, though. What? I mean, obviously, the, you know, David Price has basically disappeared, but they have stuck with Cody Bellinger all season. I'll give him credit for that because he has been absolutely terrible for the last two years. He's and looking better recently. He has been but. looking better. And, and you know what, though? I and, and my take on that is if they hadn't have stuck with him you know, and they just kept him around because he's Cody Bellinger, a former MVP, like Chris Davis stuck around, <laughs> right? But Chris Davis, obviously, longer contract. But maybe that you, maybe you're not getting the Cody Bellinger you get now. Maybe sticking with him is paying off big time for yeah, him. Yeah, I just I don't think he's sunk like to Chris Davis. <laughs> well, he's a, first of all, Chris Davis didn't win an MVP, right? He hit 50-something home runs on Adderall, right? But at the other time— Jesus. Stop Again, but, but listen, Cody Bellinger was a he had ungodly numbers, and all of a sudden he just dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah, he couldn't. But hit it's true though, Brian. No, Matt's just he's laughing back there. It's true though, right? Just like, it's, I have to say that's rough. That's, never, rough. that's rough. That's rough. Chris um, Davis was rough. Well, I mean, was it? He's like you putting him in Brady Anderson territory, which is kind of funny to me. So let me just tell you about the Giants Dodgers. Okay? Yeah. Of course, everybody knows they moved out to to California at the same time. Right. Way back when. Now the Dodgers have been in L.A. longer than they were in Brooklyn. The rivalry was natural. But then, 1965, this is after years of, of very close pennant races and things. 1965, Juan Marichal is having a bad day. He was a giant pitcher that we might remember seeing pictures of with his high leg kick. He didn't like the way Koufax was pitching. He was starting to throw at Dodgers. John Roseborough, the Dodger catcher, decided to buzz Marischal with a toss back to Koufax, who wasn't going to throw at anybody. Marischal didn't like that one bit. So he took his bat, and he started hitting Roseborough over the head. He, I mean, I know there was some— You he, can see pictures of this on the Internet. You just search Marischal bat, and you get a picture of two giants with bats. Marischal and the on-deck hitter, Tito Fuentes, he came out with his bat too, but he didn't know— he wasn't going to swing it at anybody. That's Marischal Mexican League Roseboro stuff. hit Roseborough twice over the head. Wow. That's— before my memory, but that's kind of set the tone for what happened after that. And then in the 70s, Tommy Lasorda comes along, and he just brings out the worst in what Giants fans there were. Right. He eggs them on. And they were bad, right? The Giants were not good. Not at that point, right. and they played in an awful ballpark. <laughs> so, I mean, we get these stories on the East Coast because the Yankees-Red Sox, when I was growing up, if you went to Fenway – in a Yankee jersey, you were probably going to get hurt. And now everything is so streamlined and security and liability and corporified. 
that it doesn't happen. And there's, you know, I went to the game uh, in the regular season when Stan hit that grand slam, but it seemed like there were more Yankee fans than Red Sox fans, and it was just so mm-hmm. weird. But we've had these stories over the years of like parking lot violence between the Dodgers and the Giants, which you don't see with the Yankees and the Red Sox. So I, I don't really get a feel for if the thuggery is just sort of random dudes and the fact that you even have parking lots, because we don't have parking lots, right? Yeah, I noticed. You know, <laughs> you got to go off, if you go off in your own car, then there's no Four way to have that problem. Later. But if you're sitting around tailgating and someone MF somebody else, all of a sudden you got a problem. Yeah. I mean, does that not sort of, d- does that represent the intensity or is that just outlier stuff? It's outlier stuff. That's thuggery. Because, I mean, just last week in the, in San Francisco, there were plenty of Dodgers fans in the ballpark wearing their Pantone 294 blue. <laughs> they actually know what color Dodger blue is and their traveling fan club calls itself Pantone yeah, I, 294. I never knew what, that is the palette, like registration of the color? Yeah. Pantone 294. There's a, there's a name for everything. But that's I've seen that out there, and I've never understood what it was. That's that's, that's the, Dodger blue. That's really funny. You want to paint your front door Dodger blue? You get Pantone two ninety four. So the Giants have, don't have that because they're orange and black. The Giants play in San Francisco, America's most beautiful city. It makes Boston look like a freighter stuck on the rocks, losing oil. I thought there was sarcasm it is there. Just, no, it is the city. It is the core of a strong metropolitan area. And it's 400 miles from L.A., which is kind of like Boston to Washington. Right. There isn't a whole lot in between those two areas. It's where I'm from. Guy across the street was a Giants fan. There were lots of Yankee fans, Tigers fans, Cubs fans. They come from everywhere in California. But those metropolitan areas associated with the Giants in the North and the Dodgers in the South for a long time. And, And so... These, this rivalry developed between the fans that still lives on. I don't think the rivalry between the players is that big a deal. They seem to cross breed now, play for each right. play for each other. Management's all from the same school of Tampa Bay for both teams. You know. Well, I guess my question is, and John, I want, I'm, I'm not trying to co-opt the conversation, but um, so you've been in New England for how many years? Long time, thirty years. Thirty. Okay. So, how, how do you compare it? Like, how do you compare the rivalries? The Yankees-Red Sox is like the early bird special. <laughs> okay. How I mean, so? It's, it appeals to people. Old people? Yeah, <laughs> primarily, I think. It, it's, it, it can get exciting, like any of these games. But, you know, Dodgers-Giants is just so intense. Really? Last week, game one. San Francisco. I was listening to the Odyssey station in San Francisco. Uh-huh. Well, One of the morning hosts took a Giants flag, went outside, and started walking the streets with his big flag, yelling at people, let's go Giants. <laughs> that makes it better? That make, That's an indication of right. how intense it is. Right. Because I don't think they do that in Boston or New York. No, I just, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There is a huge East Coast bias in media from ESPN on down and what have you, but, you know, I will bring it up, and I don't know if we'll use the audio when we do this in post-production, but Mookie Betts was asked about it. He was in a news conference with Scherzer. I love Max Scherzer, by the way. The guy's a dude. I mean, I just something about him. He's weird looking because of the eyes and stuff, but like he's just a badass. Mad Max. <clears throat> He, he was expresses asked. his intensity really well. Yeah, and they took him out too. And I'm surprised he didn't like give him any gruff his, about that. They say he had a dead arm. He was hurting. Yeah, he, I think that he, him and. Uh, 
Ver, when he was at his best and Verlander were their best. I mean, I always think Pedro is the best pitcher I ever saw, but like Scherzer is best. He's an animal. And Max Scherzer has been around for a while. I mean, he is not yeah, no spring he, he's chicken. He's not young. He's th- I think he's 37. I think I he's like, was he like a rookie in like 2008 or something? Yeah, he's like so from he, like the Votto generation. But when he is at his peak, but what, what I was going to say is that Betts was at the at the dais with, or the podium, whatever, with, um, with Scherzer, and he was asked about, you know, comparing it. And B- Mookie said, you know, there's nothing like Yankees Red Sox, and he really dodged the question, which makes everyone think he thinks Red Sox Yankees is way more intense. But I don't think that he thinks that. How could he possibly play in right field in San Francisco? I think it's. I, I mean, think Parsons maybe that's language. it. Playing right field at Yankee Stadium must have been uh, an experience too. Oh, I'm they're sure. Right there. I can remember sitting in the bleachers and them, them riding Trot Nixon like he was. Oh my God, the poor guy. Trot Nixon is a horse's ass for like the whole time. <laughs> but that's funny. Right. Like, still, I like witty like... stuff. Like, some of the fans that I sit near at Fenway, and the, one of them is the son of a season ticket holder, the stuff's not funny. Like, if you're going to be like that, you got, like, that's funny. Yeah. You, and like the mean stuff now, I just cringe at it because, like, I'm not a booer. So, like, I don't, I don't, I don't do or like any of that. Get what under was it their skin JD stuff. Drew that took the battery to the back of the head or something because because he, he didn't sign with the Phillies. That's Philadelphia. In his first, for, he was with the Dodgers when he that happened, yeah. wasn't it? No, I think it was. He was. Um, where did he? St. Louis. Yeah, where that's heck, right. Where did he go? He but can't, the yeah. Philly fans had it. In he, for his him. first game at but Philly, Philly's. Philly's a different. That's different. I mean, they hate anybody who spurns them, and the batteries for somehow. That's why Bryce Harper will never. He got the. He got the no out retribution, if you will. Um, so you think that it's hipper and cooler, the G- Giants, Dodgers, if I'm extrapolating, just too old school and lame for Yankees, Red Sox? Is that I wouldn't the, say lame. Well, give me the Princetonian, you got the, this, like un-Princetonian, oh, you can, the, 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 the comparison. All right. The San Francisco, fantastic place, yep. but it has to share California with L.A. So the Giants fans are insecure because they know they're outnumbered. They know chances are their own ballpark's going to have a lot of Dodgers fans who've made the trip up to see the Dodgers. I think the Giants fans just kind of bristle with that, with the size of the L.A. payroll and the, what we were talking about, the versatility of the players and how they can do so much. San Francisco's got a beautiful ballpark, but when they opened it up, the Dodgers shortstop, Kevin Elster, hit three home runs. <laughs> Kevin Elster. I, I think that... The Giants, Giants fans won. remember that kind of thing, just the way Red Sox fans remember all the Bucky Dent and all that, this other yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, the Giants have won more World Series this century, correct? Three. Yeah. yeah. So and and then there's the, so the but yeah, the Dodgers have the legacy. Like for me, I cheer if I have the choice. I'm more I would cheer for the Giants just because I like the way the team is set up, and I've liked some of the players, and I like Mike Yastrzemski. Because uh, he's, you know, the grandson of Carl. But in the Dodgers, I've always had this fight with my friends from L.A. Because, like, it's, leave, you know, get there in the third inning, leave in, in the seventh inning culture, which is lame. You're saying they're just, like, just they're just hip fans. I think, eight, I think 75% of Dodger attendance is people who don't give a crap. Oh, they're going there and to see the, a celebrity? The, 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 the Dodger, or just to go to Chavez. And the rest of them are real fans, and they can have their they can have their time. I think you're over... Overcounting the the uh, the lame fans. Yeah, they're. I th- it's really intense if you go to a game there and you sit in the bleachers, the pavilions they call right, them, right. or up top. It's intense. And I can, gotta go. It's a, it's, I've been. I've been, but I've I haven't been, there. been. Have you been to a Dodgers Giants game? Not in San Francisco, but as a kid, yeah, I used in, to in go LA. in L.A. Yeah. To, 
Have you done a lot of Red Sox Yankees? Okay. I've had I've been to a few, um, not a lot, but I've been to enough to know you know what it's like to be in the park. I've been at Fenway and I've been at Yankee Stadium. You know what we spoke about earlier, and we got to finish up here, is that the Red Sox Yankees didn't have a postseason history until the wild card era, and that's so, the other thing. That's it, a, that's a big factor. Yeah, I mean, and it, and it changed things for me. Like the Red Sox rivalry, I mean, Bucky Dem was something I was seven, and I do remember it, and I know that. I had this feeling of like, I'm always going to be a failure as a fan. Like I was never going to win. Right. I mean, it truly, but I didn't necessarily angle it. I was more, there was more angst with the Mets over 86 than, than the Yankees for some reason. But then when, when Veritex smacked A-Rod in the face, like that's when <laughs> I really was like, you know, apparently they, ha- they still haven't talked to this day of either A-Rod yep. and Veritek. And they played on the world baseball classic team together. That, you know, that changed everything. In my opinion, because A Rod was larger than life, yeah, and like the fact that he got s- soiled by something was just so cool to me. I don't know why. You gotta do a whole show on A Rod. You, you love hate him. He invested in his spac because he's like thinks, everything A Rod does because is... I spent a thousand dollars on his stupid spac. Because he's like everything he does seems to work out, and then what happens after that? The spac goes nowhere. Hey, listen, he breaks that, up with J Lo, makes the Hall of Fame, and that, his, that, his that analysis on TV sucked so bad. I can't believe it. I, I guarantee that guy, no one is sucking up to MLB more than that guy. He does more sucking up. He got rid of Excursion on ESPN. They got rid of him on the broadcast. So now it, it's just A-Rod and somebody, TBD. Really? As Would far you as watch I that? Have, far as, I can't watch A-Rod. They should get Peyton and Eli <laughs> to do I baseball. Isn't that great? The man they, cast? But they, should do them, they should do baseball. I mean, honestly, Here, like, I mean, Peyton Manning. He's been the best. In the, I, I think I would watch them do baseball because outside of Orsillo, none of the TV guys I think are, are very good. I just, they're not, because it's hard for these guys. This is another, we should have an episode on this to take them out of their normal team and then have them do another team. Right. You know who's come to life this playoff series? John Smoltz. John right. Davis, the Dodgers radio announcer or yeah. TV announcer, somehow tapped John Smoltz and. He just gushed out with all this expertise and excitement and knowledge that Joe Buck doesn't even know is there. He didn't know what to do with it. And He's like, oh it was my just God, amazing. What's going on? I can't wait to watch John Smoltz now. Yeah, that's and I wouldn't have been saying that next last year. Yeah. I mean, maybe this, I think with the Matt, the reason why I bring up the Mannings, maybe there's a different way to do the games on TV. Like, I just think that sometimes they feel like they have to fill time. And when you get an A Rod who's not necessarily dumb, but like he doesn't have enough creative thoughts to fill that much space. No, he doesn't. So maybe something. His hot takes aren't that hot. No. Any any last thoughts here before before we let you go? How about Aaron Boone? Is he going to be the Yankees manager? Aaron Boone is. Better off as a Yankees manager than he is as an announcer because he's got a voice like this. It's <laughs> really boring. He's just a boring dude. I, I, I play sound bites every day as part of our sportscaster in the season. He's just a. He spent boring. the whole season up to the last game talking about how we're going to get after it in the next game. <laughs> no, but he's sort of like. He's we're, just we've like, been through it. We're going to work our way out of it. Yeah. Yo, guy, like, the season's over. Oh, my God, that's right. Sounds like you might be a little tired of Aaron Boone, John. <sighs> We got a couple of hits. They got a couple of hits. We just didn't get enough hits, and we lost the game. Tell you, Carlos Correa. That is, by the way, that is revelatory. I just think that that's a great idea. I, I, listen, on paper, it looks great, but I just can't. <laughs> what a jerk. How much arm sleeves are they going to be able to put on this guy? He's, he's tatted know. all up. He's just, that I guy. mean, How I just don't see guy? it happening. He's dude. only, what, 26 or maybe 27? Maybe 32. Who knows? No. <laughs> 
You never. I do remember when they drafted him as like a 16 year old. The Astros like it was the number one pick. I you mean, never know. With you never know. I don't know. I still don't know how old Big Poppy is. I mean, you just <laughs> you don't know. You don't. I'll tell know. you something though. Big Poppy probably looks the best he's ever looked. He's in some pretty good shape. Well, I think that he couldn't eat a lot after getting shot. Shot. <laughs> Straighten him out. <laughs> this is getting. This is devolving. Doug Green, it's great to see you. Thanks, uh, you Brian. honestly, I haven't seen you maybe. I don't know. I left in 07, so it's been 14 years probably since I've seen you. You look great. Thanks. Hands down, the best and most favorite reporter I've ever worked with. Yeah. Doug's Thank great. you, John. He's intimidating. I thought Doug was intimidating. No. I was just tired. <laughs> it just didn't want, to, didn't want to waste his time on a, on a young guy. How long have you been there when I got there in 2000? Oh, I'd been there 10 years. So he then. had already given up, so oh, I yeah. came at the perfect time. He's he was like, that's ba- it. I just bang care. out the script and do the it. live shot and go home. That's yeah. it. Oh. Anyway, Doug, it's great to see you. Obviously, uh, we want you to watch this, listen to this, share this wherever. Uh, John Senecal, as always, much appreciated. Brian Shackman here. This is Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rival. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.